common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. And welcome back here on Katz and Cosby. A busy news day, but also some really other scary stuff going on here. A violent mob forces Jewish students to evacuate through a tunnel. Some of them were injured, and it happened at UC Berkeley. After all the hearings and everything else we have seen on Capitol Hill, all the attention to this, it was a mob of several hundred people chasing after Jewish students. How scary is this? Well, joining us to talk about this and so much more is Shahar Azani. He is the former spokesman for the Israeli consulate in New York. Uh, Shahar, uh, to me, what kind of country are we living in? It. I saw some of the images. It is downright frightening. You know, Rita, it's a pleasure to be with you and with all of our listeners. And yes, you're absolutely correct. Can you imagine, can you imagine facing people down in the United States of America for being Jewish? And I want to ask you and our listeners, can you ever imagine this happening against, let's say, African-American students without being an outcry all across the nation? But somehow, when it comes to Jews, everything is allowed. You know, that's a great a great point. Uh, Judge Weinberg, you're shaking your head because this is heartbreaking. Well, but remember... Where's what, the outcry? What, what, but look at the context. What you had is you had an IDF soldier who's coming in to explain the Israeli position with respect to what's going on in Gaza, why the, the Israelis had gone into Gaza, what the October 7th attack was about, and how the Israeli military forces seriously try to protect civilians and minimize casualties more than any other military force in the world, and they wouldn't allow them to speak. They broke through the doors. They broke the glass. These people were terrified. There was not not a sufficient amount of security by the Berkeley police on the campus. This is outrageous. Whatever happened to the First Amendment in this country? Where is the where is the police? Where is law and order? Where is the administration? And I want to ask a greater question. What happens when the violent mob, you remember what we've been saying, what starts with the Jews never ends with the Jews. What happens if you have a violent, terror-supporting mobsters who are interested in, let's say, enforcing a certain law, enforcing Sharia law? Will they then besiege town halls and threaten council members until their demands are met? We've just seen in the U.K., the uh, home, former Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, who is talking about the Islamists taking over Britain. We've seen a British Tory MP, Andrew uh, Percy, who was saying that he feels safer in Jerusalem than he does in London because of the same tactics of mobsters who are using violent tactics to get their points across and take over our public space. If we don't wake up now, if we don't realize that this goes far beyond the IDF in Israel, bad things are going to happen to us right here in the United States. Absolutely. Tony Carbonetti? Shahar, it's embarrassing to say, but you're you're absolutely correct, because it is not just Jewish issues. It's it's conservative issues. All of these schools, whatever happened to, you know, I don't have to agree with with what you're saying, but I will defend your right to say it. They don't teach that to these children. Okay, And these are are the liberals. The liberals are teaching the liberalism. Liberals are the most open-minded people in the whole world until you disagree with them. Then they want to take away your right to speak and your right to be heard anywhere. By by the way, there's a story today, and Shahar, you probably know this, hitting on what Tony was just saying. New York City teachers were told that uh, jihad simply means struggle, not holy war. 
And it's part of the training sessions run by the Department of Education. Uh, you can't make this up. You can, it, it, I heard somebody explaining that jihad is simply Arabic for effort. And that just goes to show you. You know, Israel failed miserably in reading the genocidal intentions of the savages of Hamas. We can't afford the United States or the world to make similar mistakes. We have to believe them when they tell us who they are and when they tell us what they're going to do. And when they say jihad, I assure you, Rita, I assure you, Tony, I assure our listeners, they're not talking about taking the effort to take the trash out. They're talking about the infidels. They're talking about taking over society. They're, taking, they're talking massacre and genocide because this is who they are. And uh, Shaharazani, did you also see, this is really scary in the scheme of all of this, uh, there's a Hamas leader who is calling on Palestinians to march to Jerusalem, the Al-Aqsa uh, mosque there, the very famous mosque there, on Ramadan, which is right around the corner. I mean, that that is, they're calling for uh, jihad in the true sense of the word, uh, saying that October 7th was just the beginning. Correct. But they're, they're touching um, upon an issue at a time when Israel has never been readier. Unfortunately, the circumstances could not be more tragic, thinking about the, the, the hundreds who were butchered, raped, tortured, and maimed. But Israel is ready, and we have to make sure, it's obligatory upon us all to make sure that we are ready here in the United States for what's coming. And you know what encourages me? There was a um, Harvard-Harris poll that was published showing that the majority of Americans support Israel in this issue. So it means that the majority of our U.S. citizens understand the issue, but we have to move from the position of a silent majority to taking active roles in defending our society, our democracy, and our freedom. Because even if we do realize the issues, if we don't rise to the occasion and confront the threat, they'll take over. A violent minority, and we've seen the historical examples, can take over even when the majority is not with them. So we have to wake up and wake up now. Yeah, and we have a wide-open southern border, which we're going to talk about. It is a formula for disaster. Shahar, thank you very much. We love having you on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.